Hello, everybody. We have a Bachelor Nation news story to get to today. My name is Dave Neal, and we provide you the daily updates on everything happening in Bachelor Nation on this podcast called Bachelor Rush Hour. Everything in the uh, podcast today is centered around the Greg Rippo, Victoria Fuller timeline, her relationship with Greg. She was interviewed by Nick Vile yesterday on Vile Files late last night, and we made three YouTube videos today, all of which I'm going to play for you on this here podcast, the audio version that is. And we start with Victoria talking about, you know, why she decided to break things off with Johnny, that whole timeline. And then we have Johnny's response, which she has quickly deleted. And then we have more about the timeline with Victoria and Greg's relationship, including how Rome changed things for them. So we're going to get into all of this. Look no further. If you're in New York City tonight, Wednesday, it's rainy out there. I've got the mobile studio set up. We are in New York City, and I've got stand-up shows tonight, 930 Greenwich Village Comedy Club. If you want to come, I've got free tickets. Just get on my comp list. Let me know if you want to be an accomplice on my comp list. We'd love to have you out there with the linguistic uh, stylings that we have coming to you tonight in the form of jokes. You like to laugh, it's good for you. And then tomorrow night, Thursday, I've got a show at 7.30 p.m. I'm sorry, maybe 7 p.m. Double check that. At Westside Comedy Club in the Upper West Side of New York City. Friday night, I've got a show, I believe, fingers crossed, Lower East Side, and then a late night show off Bleecker and McDougal, which is the comedy capital of the world. If this this means nothing to you, you live far away and you want to watch my stand-up, I just posted the video of my Newport, Rhode Island show from this past Saturday, a sold-out show. And you can go watch that on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. All right, without further ado, let's jump into it. Here are your clips of the day. The video podcast everyone's looking forward to has dropped on the Vile Files channel. It's Greg Grippo and Victoria Fuller defending themselves against cheating allegations and so much more. Victoria says, we are not healthy. We are so effing toxic. Her and Johnny, that is, but she could also be talking about Bachelor Nation as a whole. Subscribe to my channel if you haven't already, um, at Neals on Instagram. So yeah, I'm going to break this down into three videos right here, okay? So this is video number one of the day. I'm going to share how Victoria defends herself. In video two, we have Johnny deleting his response. Johnny had a quick response to which he's deleted it. We'll get more into the timeline there. And uh, speaking of timelines, we've got the full information on Rome. Victoria admits to initiating relationship with Greg Grippo. Now, this third video, there is a very interesting moment there where Victoria breaks down and shares information that seems to be something she might have wanted left out. We wonder this, um, and we need the X-Files music as we always do, but we wonder this. Within this video, why did it take so long to get up? It was supposed to be up yesterday. I'm assuming midday would be the best time to get it up. So why did it take them until last night to get this video up? Were their parts deleted? Um, You know, we're having fun with the conspiracy. I'll say this. Before I play it, I think uh, Nick did about as good a job as he could do, considering he's friends with Victoria. I think I... I, I'll tell you what. I live in a world where I believe Johnny's side of the story, and I also believe Victoria's side. And I say, how can you believe both sides? Well, that's just the way I live. I, I don't see a reason why either one of them are lying. There are so many nuances to this situation that I believe both can lean on the truths that prove their point. So Victoria is not going to disclose information that would incriminate her and Johnny vice versa. So uh, I, I understand that they're both going to pretty much try to, 
you know, save as much face as possible at this point. Now, if anyone wants to talk about this, I've got a chat room happening here on my community on Facebook, Dave Neal's community, and you can just go to this comment thread right here that I've got. Also in the same comment thread, I have all my updated shows that are happening in New York City. Tonight, Greenwich Village, I have a show that has complimentary tickets, but you have to talk to me first and get on my guest list. So if you want to do that, let me know, leave a comment, DM me, whatever. If you want to come to my show tonight, Greenwich Village tomorrow night, um, we'll have a show at West Side Comedy Club in the Upper West Side, and then Friday, I'll have some shows in the um, East Village and West Village. All right, so let's get right into it. Let's play this video, and make sure to subscribe because I have two more videos coming out. You don't want to miss them. That was sort of like the conversation leading up to Paradise. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we had hung out in group settings with you and Natalie. Um, we went all were at the Super Bowl party at Revolve. And then prior to that, we had met at GovBall, but there was no plotting and scheming going into Paradise like a lot of couples do. And what about from your standpoint, Greg? Like, were you, I mean, I what, was, what were your thoughts on Victoria prior to Paradise? You know, I mean, I was always attracted to her, but um, we didn't have anything serious prior at all. Um, I was in a relationship. I was in and out of it with somebody overseas. So Greg was dating a girl named Clemence in Paris. Um, of course, uh, you know, probably not too serious considering they were transatlantic. Uh, but in this case, Greg says nothing serious was happening. I don't think this is one of those things where you defend a point that wasn't made. And by the way, I think Greg comes off fantastic here. I think Greg's a good human. I think Greg is trying the best. I don't think Greg wanted this drama. This is just one of those scenarios where, you know, we have that saying, where is it? Hold on, folks. We got it over here. Uh, be careful who you bang. Be careful who you bang. And that's of no disrespect to Victoria. But when you get into something, sometimes it comes with baggage, in which case he had to pay extra uh, for the check on, or I should say, uh, luggage that um, came with Victoria. All right. So we're going to get to Victoria explaining her chat with Greg. Let's jump right into that. And again, of course, I'm going to be jumping around. If you want to listen to the full thing, it's on Nick's YouTube channel. I had a conversation with Johnny and I was like, I just think because we're all going to be in the same circle, Johnny got really close with Andrew and Andrew is Greg's best friend. And I was like, we're all going to be at events together like him and I. We did talk prior. Uh, and, and by him and I, Victoria means Greg and her. And this is the moment where Victoria defends why she felt the need to communicate with Greg while she was with Johnny. She gets engaged to Johnny and she's like, I'm going to have to call Greg and let him know because uh, Victoria defended herself by saying, we're all going to see each other. We're going to want to know. Now, you might say, well, he's going to find out either way. I, I could understand being like, no, like, let, like he already knows. Like, well, who cares? But, you know, and that's that's it's her right to do. And Johnny was OK with that just, you know, had an interest in one another. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to reach out to Greg and kind of like, like, hey, you know, this is kind of like what went down. And I hope that we can all still be in the same room and it'd be like cool. And yeah. I hope that you're happy. And I don't know where you stand in your current relationship, but like, I'm happy for you either way. And just like he was my friend before. What did you say? Like, I mean, you wanted it to be you. Like, what did you say to her in that moment? Um, I mean, I showed nothing but support. I was yeah, genuinely, I was, I was genuinely happy that she was happy. I was yeah. like, Hey, you, you know, like very much like the notebook. This is a, he, he plays the role of Ryan Gosling, I guess, in this story. He's building her house, whatever, you know, the Nicholas Sparks love story. We all cried. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Hit the subscribe button. But anyway, so 
he because he found out Greg Rippo found out that she was engaged from Andrew Spencer before he could do anything about it. He wanted Victoria to come back single. Um, so anyway, Victoria gets upset at the 23 minute mark because she finds out, and this is a point of contention Johnny can agree with. Victoria finds out that, uh, you know, Johnny's story from the bachelorette. So she didn't like that. He wasn't divulging this information beforehand. She had to find it out on air. You know, the fact that Johnny wasn't ready for a relationship with, uh, with, um, Gabby and, um, you know, she felt like it was a different person. He was just like a breath of fresh air. But I didn't know much. And when I did ask him, he did kind of beat around the bush with it. I didn't really get a full story. It never was because looking back now that I've seen his season, he never divulged that information to me. Now, I got to tell you guys, stick around. We're going to get to the the different parts of the timeline where she admits to throwing the wine glass. It's worth a listen. So stick around for that. Like you know, what information? That he just was not at a place in his life to settle down and be married. And I think that was like his. So you had no. So in the next video, we're going dis- to we're going to discuss more about Johnny's career and the information where Victoria was kind of like. And by the way, she comes off very well. She wasn't shaming him for not having all of his ducks in a row, but um, she was upset that he didn't exactly uh, disclose all of the things he was either working on or not working on or fabricating. But I want to get to the wine-throwing scene. So we're going to go back to that in the next video here. But we're going to go to the wine-throwing scene because it's pretty intense. This is where she threw a glass of wine and it shattered. Not at him, she says, but she did admit to throwing it. So I I would love to understand like why you didn't want to work on things even though you guys were engaged. I did want to work on things at the beginning. I wanted to give it the time to see if it could really work outside of paradise. And I put effort into it. I wasn't just like wiping my hands clean because it wasn't working in in a couple weeks. But when things get toxic so fast, especially somebody, me, who's been in multiple toxic relationships before, like the minute that I catch wind of that, like I know what that looks like. And but you got what when you see when you say you know what something looks like, you really got to look in the mirror there because she says I've been in multiple toxic situations before, and it's like, yeah, that's got you have to like see what what you're bringing to the table. Not saying that Johnny's not. And if I'm having issues a month and a half in of being engaged, not only being engaged but meeting this person. One and one and a half months of meeting somebody and it's already getting to the point where, you know, I'm yelling at him. He's calling me terrible names. Maybe I'm throwing a wine glass. There it is. There. <laughs> so now Nick's upset because she she buried his lead. Ah! <laughs> whatever it's out there uh, so all right but look if you listen to this you can totally understand how victoria is a very charming person she's a good friend to all of them we only are listening to her side of how these stories went down again i i can understand why other people wouldn't have a problem with her because it's only like something where like when you're in a serious heavy relationship do you do you get the toxicity as she mentioned and she mentions it she says i've had all, a lot of toxicity in relationships so it doesn't present itself with friendships. It's just with the, you know, the one and only. <laughs> uh, when it gets that toxic yeah. that quick, 
I'm got, not going to stay. Yeah. So when, so was there a wine gra- glass thrown? Yes. How did that happen? Well, <laughs> well, Nick, <laughs> just being completely honest, because I, I want to take like ownership for what I did in the relationship because it wasn't all him. And, <laughs> and though he may not have been completely transparent with me from the start, like I was not a fucking angel. Yeah, we got in a really, really heated fight. It was three weeks in. We are at our first happy couple trip. And um, we were watching back his um, season with Gabby, one of his dates with Gabby. And he had a shaved face on the episode. Okay. (laughs) And he had a beard with me at that point. And he was like... Gosh, I would. I look so much better with a beard. I wish I had a beard on this episode or during filming. I relate. Yeah, Yeah, right. Okay, everyone looks better with (laughs) facial hair. Yeah. Um, And he was like, they would have made me the bachelor had I had a beard. But I mean, I'm assuming he was joking. Well, I mean, there's um, truth. There's a weird cut there, by the way. After he said, I'm assuming she was joking. And we just, we could hear in the audio a weird cut. To every joke. Sure. Okay. Is what so I'm she saying. said there's truth to every joke. Yeah. Okay. But so, I mean, so, so, so she's not saying he wasn't joking. In that moment, being his fiance. The fiance should say, baby, you could have been the bachelor. You would have been great. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, first off, why are you saying that? And second of all, second of all, no, you weren't going to be the bachelor and not to be mean, but I was top three in my season and I wasn't the bachelorette. So she goes, not to be mean, but uh, boy, geez, you never want to be in a relationship where someone says not to be mean, but because you're about to get your soul crust. So they already have these things like pre-planned. There wasn't going to be this big to do because now Johnny had a beard and he was going to be bachelor. Well, we know it wasn't pre-planned. Uh, Zach ended up becoming the bachelor, and he was also a serious finisher. So just because Victoria had a scenario where she wasn't made bachelorette, which, by the way, would have been a hilarious season if Victoria was bachelorette. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they would, she would have scorched that earth. But either way, it's, it is it is a little bit like you can kind of understand how, how quickly this can get abrasive. I'm sorry. Like... It's just honesty. No, I get it. It's it, just it, honesty. Sure. Right. Okay. And he looked at me and he was like, yeah, coming from somebody who was known to be a homewrecker. Oh, boy. And in that moment, I'm like, you're supposed to be my person like who uplifts me and like doesn't use what the general public has said about me. Like you're supposed to be on my team. Now, people might think I've got one side or the other on this. I, I don't. I, I truly don't. I don't know Johnny. I don't know Victoria. I don't know these people. Okay. I truly don't. Um, for and, and Johnny should not call her homewrecker. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Uh, that, but that's why I wonder what, what what was actually said before that part to get to that point. That's what I wonder. You know what I mean? I go, he didn't just out of the blue throw the homewrecker thing at you. And if he did, that's wild. And I was so hurt and frustrated. I left. I walked outside. I called my best friend. I just used that against me. And it was so hurtful. When and then when did and the, then the glass, you know. <laughs> so then I come back inside. Um, I'm kind of he he goes outside. He's, he calls one of his friends and he's like telling him about the fight that we just got into. And he's like, "Yeah." And I called her a fucking home wrecker. 
and she's like wigging out. And I like overheard the conversation and I like opened up the door because we're at the Happy Couple and I threw a wine glass and it shattered. All right. So then she finds out that producers found out there was a noise complaint, this and that. Of course, look, when you're litigating a, a bad relationship in hindsight, it's going to look awful. And throwing things are awful and calling people names are awful. Some people say, you know, you used to be grew up, oh, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but names will never hurt me. Is that how it goes? Sticks and stones will hurt. Either way, point being, names can hurt just as badly, of course. But, you know, you got to draw the line somewhere. You shouldn't call people names. You certainly shouldn't throw glass at people. Things you just don't come back from. There's like name. So she gets into the so name calling. So there's a difference. So she gets into the name calling where she says he called her an effing C word. And then she says he says he didn't call her that. He used it. He actually said, why are you being such a fucking cunt? And I said, are you kidding me? You cannot call me that. And he goes, I didn't call you that. I said you were being one. So there's a difference. And like any woman knows that's like the most hurtful thing you could ever say to somebody. And whether he, you know, thought that it was like hurtful in the moment, I'm sure he didn't mean to like really hurt me. Maybe it just like came out out of anger. But the fact that he doesn't want to admit that is infuriating because we went to therapy about that. We talked to our therapist and he openly admitted to her. She said, can you see why this would be so hurtful to Victoria? And, and is there another way that you could have expressed why you were, why you were so angry with her? And he was like, his excuse was, well, I have a lot of British friends, so it doesn't mean the same thing that she thinks it does. I've never met any of his British friends, by the way. Um, All right, so let's cut this off here. So they kind of have this moment here Um, where uh, where Nick breaks down laughing because it is a funny moment where he's like, well, my friend's in England. And I do understand words have different weight in different places. Um, I don't know how to get into the conversation of like what words you you should or could say or not say. But I will say this. I think calling anybody a name um, deflates the argument and it ruins your point. So he might have had a very good point to be made about Victoria acting a certain way, but by calling her the names, it's almost just like it's the inability to access what you truly want to say. You know, it's like you, you might want to say, "Mom, you don't hug me enough," uh, and I and I wish that you would treat me with more respect. But instead, you go, "Mom, you're being a bitch." You know, it's like, you know, we have a hard time articulating our emotions, and that's not an excuse, but that's what it is. So in that conversation. Johnny, it seems, from the therapist that I'm not, Johnny uses names because he can't use his proper words. And Victoria uses throwing glass because she can't properly communicate. You know what I mean? They both have such such gaping flaws there. Now, Johnny has responded. Okay, Johnny has responded, and then he deleted his response. It's right there. We have a screen grab of it. I'm going to share what Johnny has to say. It's not extremely interesting, but it is career-focused. So in this video, we're going to go through the timeline of Victoria Fuller discussing how she intended to help Johnny with his careers and um, uh, his insecurity about not feeling good enough for her and also her feelings about Tyler interjecting on their reunion uh, episode of Bachelor in Paradise. So we're going to get to all of that um, where she says he wasn't being transparent and um, he felt she felt lied to and that right now 
in the third video, which we have a lot to get into in our third video right after this. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. We're going to get into the Greg Grippo part, how Rome changed everything. Victoria admits to initiating the conversation with Greg Grippo after breaking up with Johnny. And um, all of that, it, uh, you guys, if you want, can discuss on Dave Neal's community on Facebook. Dave Neal's community is a free community. We have a little comment thread going. I do like what Sarah had to say. She said, I think Victoria owned up to her part of the toxic relationship. I actually believe her that she, that he said effing C because she had a pretty detailed story, but I also believe he probably said the next Bachelor thing as a joke and she was drunk, so she flew off the handle. It does really seem like she had Greg waiting in the wings and that she didn't communicate clearly that they were over. Yeah, at the very least, I don't think um, wine is a good thing for her in this relationship. As we know, she's um, there's been neighbor complaints and she was uh, got a bad review for trashing an Airbnb. So I really feel like wine might not be something that uh, that uh, pairs well with Victoria Fuller. Um, uh, what does this smell like? Drama. Okay, I'm, I'm picking up notes of tea. <laughs> okay, so anyway, let's get into it. Here's what uh, was said about the career goals and the age gap and um, how she feels Johnny lied to her. Johnny and I, uh, and, and you see this in the show where I'm like, what are your career goals? And, you know, I'm trying to understand kind of where he is in his life. I'm pretty set in my career right now. And I have, you know, the world ahead of me and not to say that he doesn't, but I really wanted to like pinpoint where he was. He's 25. I'm what do you mean? I said Victoria's like got a sponsorship for shop vac. It's like, if you, have you ever shattered glass? Buy a shop vac. 29. So there was that age gap. Or like a sham wow. You ever spill wine everywhere at an Airbnb? Buy a sham wow. And I mean, you can be 25 and, and then that doesn't matter. Age doesn't really matter, but it does matter when I'm at a certain place in life and I want someone to also be there. You you had some concerns or yes, questions. But, they, you know, Victoria should also have some grace for Johnny because the only reason she is where she is in her quote-unquote career is because of the success she had on a dating reality show, one of which she also just met her, her fiancé on. So, like, her audience is really no better or worse than the one he is building. They're the same people. Observations. Some questions. Yeah, some questions that I just wanted to know okay so. so so going from there um when i initially asked shawnee what his job was greg is my mood today owned a bar okay and um and i was like great you know he said he was doing real estate he owned a bar and then as time kind of went on it turned into he managed a bar when did you start finding this stuff out so i he did say he managed a bar on the beach. And okay. I was like, okay, that was kind of like my first, huh, like light bulb that went off. And that's where their career goal, you know, questions. Yeah, started happening. We all know people that lie about stuff like this. If this is true that Johnny lied about that, the reason being is probably that he was trying to look good for her. He was trying to demonstrate that he was a suitable partner. Oh, I own a bar. Yeah. And that's a lie. You can't do that. You can't lie. Uh, so you got to side with Victoria on this one if that is true. Happening Because I was like, okay, well, that's, you know, I'm objective. Now you're managing it. What like? And objectively, my hair looks good today. Okay. Where Where do you see yourself in five years from now? And I'm not shitting on anyone that manages a bar. I think that's a great life. Whatever. You just wanted to know what exactly know. what he did and what. Yeah, to do. because then there a was bar a managers. It's a very hard job. They have to pick up broken glass everywhere. If it ain't about the party, Papa just don't care. Discrepancy with the story. And then from there, when we got off the beach, it turned into like he wasn't managing this bar anymore. He actually was just bartending there. 
and the, then the bar was closed down. So he, he didn't have like a steady source of income, which is fine. We all go through like a period of time when we get off the show where we're not exactly sure what we're going to be doing. I experienced that. A lot of people do. But I just felt like maybe he wasn't being fully transparent. Fair. Fair. She felt like he wasn't being fully transparent. That is a fair. And again, coming from Victoria, doesn't mean I don't believe her. It just means there's her side, his side, and then my side. <laughs> so, you know, well, there's Victoria's side, then there's Dave Neal's side. I don't have a side, folks. I'm not on a team. I am as objective as this hairline. All right, rap producer. Let's go to the 26 minute mark. I took notes. I woke up on vacation for you guys. 26, <laughs> you know, me and that Irish guilt. I took notes. I, uh, I'm on vacation. So, who is going to hit the like button? Make sure to hit the like button for the algorithm. Let's go to that rap part even like coming off you know he had ambitions of wanting to do like his rap career and i was like more than supportive of that i hooked him up with a producer in nashville and like we were gonna like book a studio for him i mean i wasn't shitting on him for not like having these like not having a set job Right when he got off i was just like what can we do in order to like make this situation okay so they've been so as, when it when it comes to her saying the relationship, you know, could could end quickly and she can move on because they were only dating, they fell in love for three weeks, no big deal, it's only short time. But likewise, in 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 looking at it the other way, you know, it's good to have these conversations. But you know, she's acting like his uh, HR person. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? He's like, I don't know. I just banged on a beach. I don't. I haven't thought that far. Like, where did Victoria see herself in five years? You know, she start, She went on a dating show and started getting influencer deals, right? But I can understand her concern. And at the same time, it's like. A lot of times when you want to help other people, you then get bitter and resentful if they don't like do what you want to do. So she's like, I'm trying to help them. It's kind of like how Natalie, Nick's girlfriend said, Nick only tried to help Katie, Katie Thurston, when they had that mess. Nick Nick was only trying to help Katie Thurston and she wouldn't take his advice. It's like, well, maybe she didn't value the advice he was giving and maybe Johnny wasn't able to see the world in the way Victoria was trying to open the door for him. But it does seem like she had his best intention. I'll give her that good for you because I want you to succeed and I want you to be the best person that you can be because I wouldn't have gotten engaged to him if I didn't see his full potential and who he was like he is a good person and I just think I don't know how did he respond to that I mean did that cause fights I mean like you you talked about your relationship being toxic yeah you know, like how 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 did you guys fight like you know because this is all sounds relatively healthy you know like yeah. I don't Johnny, I can understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Like meeting someone you didn't know existed three weeks later, you're engaged. I mean, you, you chose to take that risk, but I can, yeah. I mean, it's, I guess I can understand the frustration. Did you feel like, were you questioning who you got engaged to? Yes, absolutely. And that was a conversation too, that we had. It was like, I feel like you're a completely different person when we got off the beach. And that's what, that's what you get. Like Nick said, you take that risk meeting someone on a beach, you take the risk of walking, the, or I should say talking the talk and not necessarily being able to walk the walk. That's what went down here. Uh, but of course, we don't know all of the pressures that went into these conversations where like he might, it might be, it might be better that he's getting career counseling from like a male friend than from her. But at the same time, 
a lot of times, like we say, relationships are dessert, not the main course. You shouldn't go into a relationship where you both are just getting off of a reality TV show. That's just not normal. You know, he's going to be exposed to all these new opportunities. And then after like figuring it all out and having a steady passion and all that security, then you can have the relationship, which should be a little more stable than the flightiness of like getting yourself off the ground after being on a reality show. And then how did he respond to that? Is that what caused the fight? Yeah, I think I was trying not to be frustrated, but I was. Um, and I think he could sense that. And I think he the, the comment he makes about not feeling good enough, it was never me putting him down. I think that that was just his own insecurity coming out because I did whatever I could to help him. And I constantly was saying, if you want to be a rapper, I'm going to put you with a producer. I'm going to blast you all over every social media that I have. So I was always supportive of whatever he did. If he wanted to be an Uber, dri Uber driver, go for it. Like, I don't fucking care. But like, find something that you love and stick to it. And I felt very much like, well, I think I want to be a real estate agent one day. And I think I want to do this, which is fine. You're just trying to figure it out. But that's frustrating for somebody who thought that they were engaged to somebody who already had it figured out totally fair totally fair you can you can like even victoria can want to hold him to a standard that she might not be held to i don't know what her passions are going to chase rice concerts i don't know she might have good passions i don't know what she's doing maybe she's developing a new shatterproof wine glass company we don't know what she's doing right folks uh my poor wife over there is like what am i dealing with um but either way she she can want that and she can feel like she entered a contract of love in that it didn't, uh, he didn't up, up, you know, up, uh, you know, he didn't uh, rise up to his end of the bargain. But then again, this is just through her perspective. Working it out with this person, and I've had many conversations with Johnny over and over and over again about how I can't do this. I don't. I can't stay in this relationship. What did he say? He wanted to work on it, and I totally understand that. I think it was really hard for him to wrap his mind around why I was so upset by those things because it was very minimized, especially him calling me the effing C word because he even downplayed it to the therapist and she kind of had to correct him and be like, no, this isn't right. Um, so I, th I think that that was not, I, I don't want to say his norm, but maybe his communication style and his previous relationships that's worked for How him. How serious relationship? Yeah, so it's a good point she's got there where we can see her trying to empathize with Johnny to say, all right, he called me those words, but uh, you know, maybe that was just like what he knew. I mean, we all know those people that just yell nonstop. You know, I coming from our families for Thanksgiving, certain family members yell and their communication styles are so wrong, but that's all they know. Now, that's not an excuse for it, but that can be changed over time if, if you know, if, you're, if all are willing. They never got to that point here. So let's just jump into his response. We're going to get into Johnny's response. This is a response that he made that was deleted. Again, it's nothing fantastic, but this is what he said, which I, I, I'm assuming was deleted because I no longer see it on his page. He said, yes, it was just a dream at one point, but I will say if you have a dream, please go for it. Don't let anyone tell you differently or bring you down 100. P.S. I still got bars. Now, doesn't make much sense. And he puts a little black heart over whatever he was working on there. It doesn't make much sense because this doesn't address a lot of these things happening. Um, he doesn't address a lot of what Victoria said. And Victoria does sound like 
she wanted to support him. I don't think Victoria, you know, because I see this all the time with people like shaming people for their creative endeavors. The thing you have to realize with with like real creative endeavors is that the majority of people aren't going to believe in you until you've got some sort of tangible result, releasing an album, getting on Spotify, those types of things. They're just not going to believe in you because we just have that sort of shame in society when it comes to the arts. We really do. Uh, and, and that's okay. But it looked, it looked to me that Victoria wasn't trying to shame him in any which way. It looked like she would have um, promoted his Facebook flyer if he was um, a real estate agent or what, whatever the case may be. It looks like that's what she would have done because that's what you do. You promote each other's stuff there. So I don't know. Um, but he deleted it anyway. He felt like, it, you know, I don't know why he deleted it, but it, it obviously, um, I'm, I'm assuming he got flack from people and, and that's that. So if he is going to respond, it probably should be in podcast form. And it's going to be one of those things. There's so much that is said and it's so complicated that I don't see any real winners here. Uh, we are going to get more into the timeline uh, in the next video. The timeline includes how the moment Victoria broke down, uh, we really get to see that moment where she went from having fun to being really upset. And you really get to see that moment we saw on, on uh, Pilot Pete's season where she's kind of just like frustrated and angry and sad. And that's okay. She should be. I mean, she's been right to the coals here. Um, uh, but to say that, to say was it... Uh, you know, the fan base will always, like I always say, the fan base will always swing too far with a pendulum. But I don't think it's unfair to question the timeline when the relationship plays out on the TV, everyone's watching it, and then all of a sudden something else is going down. You've got people on all sides interjecting. I don't think it's unfair to have that discussion. I wouldn't, and I always recommend, I always advise, don't bring it to their DMs, don't bring it to their personal lives, this and that. You can have those conversations. Uh, they didn't sign up for the negativity, but they certainly signed up for people to speculate. That's just part of it. Victoria admits uh, to initiating the relationship with Greg Grippo, of course, when she says she was broken up. We're going to get into the full timeline now. There's a ton to cover. If you haven't already, make sure to join Dave Neal's community on Facebook. Over there is where you can leave comments and talk to other fans of the channel and this and that. That's free. Also, I'm live right now on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Of course, I'm at my mobile studio. So if you want to know where I'm at in New York City, I've got stand-up shows tonight. Go check them out tonight in New York City, Greenwich Village Comedy Club, 930. I have free tickets to that. If you want to come to the show and bring any friends, let me know. I'd love for you guys to come. Again, free tickets. Reach out to me on Instagram at dneals, D-N-E-A-L-Z, or Facebook, uh, you know, and I'll, um, and I'll get you uh, on the guest list. Okay, let's jump right into it. By the way, I had one other promotion I wanted to make. Shout out to my sister, my Irish twin. This is a real niche one. If you live in, in or around Newport, Rhode Island, on Aquidneck Island, my sister does uh, Christmas wrapping. So if anyone's a friend of our community and they are all overwhelmed with Christmas gifts or holiday gifts, I don't care what, Hanukkah, doesn't matter. Go over and my sister, Chase, my Irish twin, as uh, there. So reach out to me, DM me, and I'll get you her information if you want to hire her to wrap your presents. All right, we've got presents here, and the presents is our presence as we uh, look and react to this story. Now, of course, you can go watch the full thing. It's a doozy. It's a long one, but we're going to start covering it right now. This is our third video. Hold on. I got to go to my timeline. We started the 4245 mark. And in this video, we talk about Natalie's birthday party. Young Natalie is is um, Nick's girlfriend, and um, she had a birthday party, of course, 
one of which Greg was at, which led to a lot of the rumors that uh, Victoria was being in um, was being was cheating on Johnny with Greg. Boy, there's a lot there's a lot to cover here, so it's a little confusing. Don't mind me, folks. All right, let's get into it. Here's the clip. Over and over and over again. Uh, Nally's infamous now infamous party. Johnny claims that changed. Shout out. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny said that that changed everything. Um, that mm-hmm. you went to Nally's party and it seemed like everything was great, according to Johnny. And then after that, that's when everything changed. What do you have to say about that? What I have to say about that is if I'm already, if we had already gotten a noise violation at our first happy couple three weeks in, then we had already had problems going into Natalie's party all right so so she kind of frames it as though problems already existed and it's like doi no duh no suh right from my 90s friends no suh problems already existed that doesn't give you the right to cheat but of course she says her and greg barely talked they didn't know each other that well this and that and and i don't disagree with them at that point i don't think there was some giant conspiracy to hang out at that point there was a whole clip i was going to share for you guys but honestly we're running a little behind so let's get right into when greg grippo and Victoria Fuller started talking. Let's get into that right at the 50-minute mark. Again, most of this information was stuff that was already out there, so it's not like we're getting anything groundbreaking, but there's some new um, tidbits. When did you two start talking? End of September. Yeah. End of September time frame. So she looks at him, and he says end of December, and then she says end of December time frame, and they're very quick to this answer. Watch it again. That was just the one where I was like, you cannot stay here. And then when did you two start talking? End of September. Yeah. End of September time frame. So they say end of September, which could by all means be true. But we have these screen grabs that are from somebody who works here in New York City at a bar called The Blonde. And they said Nick Vile, Victoria and Greg were seen at The Blonde in New York City at an after party thrown on September 8th. Victoria and Greg were very cozy. When I pressed back on this person about what it meant to be very cozy, they said cozy meant like they were sitting next to each other on the couch. Never saw them kiss because I wasn't completely stalking them when I was at first when I, you know, so in a Look, does that mean they weren't talking yet? I'm not sure, but these are just dates that we have on the timeline. So when they say they started dating a couple weeks later, it's like, okay, maybe, or maybe they just know what the timeline is out in public. So they're using those dates. Um, there is a guest list. I've seen it that they are not on, but they were at that party. And apparently, even though they weren't on the guest list, they were on the list of people that were at the party that was actually taken because, you know, people go on the guest list like, oh, Tom Cruise is on the guest list. It doesn't mean he shows up. Uh, so that information is out there. I have not seen it, although you guys know where to find it if we get a hold of it. But I think it would be kind of damning if you saw that they were all on the same guest list several weeks before when they started hanging out because it just lends to the idea that it's like what's true and what's not. Do I think there was physical cheating? No, I don't think there's physical cheating. Do I think that the clear breakup was not communicated between Victoria and Johnny um, and he felt like she was moving on without him? Yes. Does she feel like she might have moved on? Probably. Who reached out to who? I don't know. Did I reach out to you? I don't remember. Did you? Mm, I don't think so. (laughs) I love this part because he's sinister, but he's honest. Let's watch that one more time. I'm going to boost the audio. Did I reach out to you? I don't remember. He said, did I reach out to you? And she said, I don't remember. And then he says, I don't think so. Did you? Mm, 
I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest moment. It's the funniest <laughs> moment. And, it, and then she has that laugh, that ha ha, that when she really opens it up for the laugh, that's the true Victoria, which I don't mind. I, I think it's charming. <laughs> <laughs> so you hit him she up. She that ha ha ha. <laughs> and then and then and then, uh, and then uh, Nick says, "Sure, you hit him up. Yeah, that's okay. You're allowed to hit someone else up after your relationship. That's totally fine. That's not a, that's not a big deal in my book. <laughs> my memory. It's the timeline of when she would have hit him up. Serves me correctly. <laughs> I think you gave me a call. Yeah, I did. Um, I don't even know always what I said. I think we we have always had like this." platonic relationship where we would like call each other and be like what are you doing how's it going um so i think i just like hit him up and was like hey how are you and then we just kind of caught up on life um and so we just caught up on life i'm no longer with the guy so you can now date me yeah i i didn't end up telling him that johnny and i weren't together anymore and what from there what would you say to someone who is frustrated that you moved on so quickly. I would say I get it. I could see how it would be hard for the outside world of viewer, the audience to see me and Johnny engage one minute and then me dating Greg the next. I think it's very hard for people to kind of put that together. It's almost like whiplash. Look, it's just a perfect example of it's the perfect example of like subconsciously having another person in the background. That's what it is. You like, oh, I like that guy. You're friends with people because you like them. So she liked him as a friend. And then when it didn't work out with Johnny, she was like, hey, how are you? Like that, like that's totally fine. It's it's probably similar in, in this specific instance, to Katie Thurston being friends with John Hersey. She became friends with him. She liked him as a friend. When things ended with Blake, all of a sudden she's like, okay, you know? Do I think there was an emotional cheating there? No. Do I think there was with this relationship? I'm still fuzzy on the timeline. So if you listen to the way Johnny explains it, yes. If you listen to the dates she explains it, probably not. But then again, like we've said, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Go out anywhere, you know? I mean... It was like a scary time. She just got out of a relationship. Um, there was a long interest in like... And he was really hesitant too. I was super hesitant. So so Greg Grippo was like, I don't think we should be doing this. And then a couple of days later, changes his mind. He goes, look, F it, let's go. Um, but then we had... It was like, what, 12 hours later, 24 hours later, where we were like, no, I want to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. And sometimes the heart wants something it can't have, or at least that the public doesn't want it to have. That can throw into the chemistry of it all for sure. Fucking way to start like seeing someone in some sense. And we also didn't know like what we were. We didn't know how serious this was going to get. We'd never been out in public yeah. before. Rome like changed everything. Yeah. Um, it was what late October and we never had this planned you know like it there was like a weird bump in like this right before that where it just felt very stagnant and it didn't really feel like it was going past like where we wanted to to go like I think we both saw that it could be something good and I just like I was on my way to the doctors and it was he called me I 
I called her and like I was just so he shares a story of how he's like let's go on a date and then they decided let's go to Europe and she's like I like Italy so he pulls over checks out his United calls pilot Pete get the plane ready fill it up with some high octane fuel and also get some plastic wine glasses you don't want glass on the old plane and then they make it to Italy and what would you say to someone who says they went to Rome they must have like that's too crazy to believe okay well if you go on Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, so she was, says, we're crazy enough to do the show. We're crazy enough to go to Rome. And, and to be honest, that might be the best point she's made. It was also so challenging because all of a sudden these videos are leaking and we're out to dinner and all of a sudden, like, you know, my buddies are like, yeah. holy fuck. Like, there's like a TikTok of you. Sorry about that, Greg. You guys. And like, I didn't tell anybody other than like my, my best friend from back mm -hmm. home. And so I've been having this conversation with my wife where I go, look, you're kind of idiots to think that you can go to Rome and not get recognized. I don't know why they think Rome is like, um, you know, uh, Easter Island. You're in effing Rome. You're with, you're with that. You were every like dumb American tour group goes to be like, I saw the 16th chapel. The 15th wasn't that good. But I'll tell you, if the 16th is this good, I can't wait to see what the 20th looks at my wife's laughing. They just, what do they just do? They just, they just uh, spray painted the 16th chapel like that. It looks good. You see the guy, he's holding the grapes up with the naked babies running around. Oh boy. The Catholic church is fantastic, ain't it, Deborah? All right. Okay. Someone in Alabama's upset at me now. Oh boy. They do be making that accent. All right. So, call back. Um, so anyway, all they had to do was put a mask on. You know, there's still a global pandemic. This this isn't one of those anti-masker conversations. Masks don't do anything. You know what masks do? They keep Deborah, the 17-year-old uh, high school student who was on a Rome trip from making a TikTok video about you. That's what the mask does. So, like, it, it was really challenging because, like, we wanted to keep this so private to us. I'm going to nominate this as a best of 22 video right there. Best of 2022. We were almost, like, trying to be seen when in reality, like... You know, I had my hat brim to my, my under my eyebrows, like shades on. Like I legit didn't think anybody was going to notice me out there. You've underestimated Bachelor Nation. All right. So let's just go through the timeline just for. I love a good timeline. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So our first conversation of this is not working and I'm completely over. This is completely over was August time frame. I'll say this. I, I understand how some people don't like my channel. Why does he keep breaking things up? Why does he keep talking? But then I think also people watch these things. And like we always say, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. There's so much happening that sounds like either disingenuous or or people trying to pull a fast one over each other that watching a channel like mine kind of call out things as we watch them is kind of fun. You know, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit of a new dimension. That's why people watch people that don't watch. They don't like my grading voice. I understand that, too. And then another conversation after that at the beginning of September and then another, the last conversation. But for me, it, it was over when I said to him, I can't do this anymore. Now that's, that's tough because like when I call my cable company and I say, I can't do this anymore, it's not over. They're 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 like, well, what if we give you a 20% discount? What if we throw in some free Wi-Fi? You know, and again, don't get me wrong. Consent here in a relationship should be t given and taken away. Like when you say a relationship's over, it should be over. But plenty of times in a relationship, you go, I can't do this anymore. We're done. And then you make it up and it becomes like a gray area because maybe the relationship wasn't over. But if she's like, you're dumped, you're, fi you're fired and it's over, 
then she can move on and do it. She can literally walk outside and hook up with somebody. And people can judge her for that. And again, that would be kind of slut shaming. Like she can do whatever she wants with her body. I don't think anyone's got a problem with what she's doing sexually. It's more like, um, you know, uh, like uh, you know, p- problematic to people that they think that like she had someone else, um, you know, parallel to that relationship. But, you know, as we're learning, and again, the more someone like Victoria talks and shares her side, the more we're willing to empathize. That's why I say, I believe her, I believe Greg, and I also believe Johnny. There's truth to everything they're all saying. In August and September. And then the final conversation where I think he needed to really process if it was over for him because he just needed extra time, I think, to like really absorb what was going on was September 20th, right around his birthday. So that would have been a several weeks after Victoria and Greg were canoodling. Again, not to say that's when the relationship was over, but as far as Johnny's concerned, he was still working on it until that moment. Okay, so that's where that's at. Now, I did want to share two more parts. What's really interesting right now is the moment Victoria Fuller breaks down. And I don't mean that in a way like, yay, we got her type of thing. I, I truly feel for her. She has this uh, moment that we that this why me... Nancy Kerrigan moment, this kind of, if you know the re- reference, you know, the, why me, why me? She kind of had this moment like, why can't I move on? And she really breaks down. So she kind of laughs and it doesn't have anything to do with the conversation they were having. And then after that, watch, watch, watch how she flips. And, and, and again, uh, I'm not saying she's actively trying to jockey to play the victim here. You just get to see the side of her that's kind of like, yeah, maybe a tad bit selfish going, why, why do I have to put up with all of this? Same. So after Rome, oh, yeah, fucking shit. Look at her face. What? <laughs> She's like so fucking stupid. You're doing great. No, this whole fucking thing is stupid. What? I'm just frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, it I'm must just, be exhausting. I'm so fucking tired. If I don't want to be with somebody, and I don't mean to like be upset right now, if I don't want to be with somebody because it is a toxic environment, I shouldn't have to be with that person because the world wants me to. And I don't, but I don't, I, 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 I reject the premise. I feel bad for her, but I reject the premise that the world wants her to be with Johnny. I reject the premise that the world wants her to stay with someone she's toxic with. People just don't trust the timeline. And part of that's kind of like, I'm not calling a boy who cried wolf, but she's had issues before where she's flipped the narrative before and she's flat out like omitted things and turned things around on other people. So like people are just curious, you know, I think, I think if she, if she took hers, like if she took me, if she made it less personal, which I know is very tough, she would understand that it's a bad look. Yeah. At the end of the day, I broke up with him and I'm so sorry that he's hurting, but like I'm hurting too. And like I should be able to move on. <laughs> and whether it's fucking three days or a month, like I yeah. should be able to do that. And I, but I, uh, while I reject the premise that people are feeling like wanting her to stay with Johnny, I do agree. She should be, she should be able to move on. And it, and it looks like her and Greg are happy. My one, my one thing I'm worried about is if Greg and Victoria are bonded by the James Bond aspect of that part of the relationship. Like, I wonder if when the dust settles, if it'll be as sexy that nobody cares that they're together. I hope it will be, but that's what I wonder. I go, oh, so the relationship, so as they say, the relationship really took off 
when they were incognito and, and, and when they both were kind of the enemies and they only had to stick with each other. But then you see people like Rachel Kirkconnell and, and Matt James, that was a catalyst that kind of defined their relationship. So it could be less that, and again, look at it all, at all ends, it could be less that the relationship was defined by that moment, but the relationship's bond was quicker exposed in that moment where they had the chance to separate. He could have thrown her under the bus and vice versa, but instead they decided to hang um, hang on to each other. Again, they've been together for like a month, so only time will tell. I do wish them the best. What do I, what do I care? I wish everyone happiness. I never cheated on Johnny, and we had a conversation about it at our press event after the reunion, and he even admitted, he goes, I know you wouldn't cheat on me. But I think that he's just so upset right now because I did move on so quickly and I totally understand. Because uh, and, I, and, I, and again, I think when Johnny says, I know you didn't cheat on me, I don't think there's any thought that she physically cheated on him. I think it's that she had other options and when Johnny couldn't live up to who she wanted him to be, she was quick and quick to move on from that. But like I said, it's a, it's a, it's, I, I, I got to be honest with myself. I always say with, when these relationships break up that it's not a true engagement because it's all part of the like cosplay of an engagement. So when they break up, it's like, come on, they, 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 they weren't that serious. You know, the, the, the engagement shouldn't count. I've nullified, I hereby nullify the engagement. Elizabeth Stutes, our good friend on the Patreon says the sneakiness really adds sexiness. I mean, it sure does. It sure does does it has a it has a little naughty aspect to the nookie everyone loves a good naughty nookie but it, but a very interesting moment to see victoria kind of show her true colors which is that she's upset and pissed and i don't blame her because i would be hurt too johnny said that he reached out johnny said that you reached out to him prior to the finale and that he didn't take your call yeah why did you reach out to him i wanted to reach out because i never wanted it to escalate to this and I believe her. She never wanted it to escalate to that. I also believe um, that I think Johnny said he didn't want it to escalate either. But then when he saw Greg Grippo at the after the final or at the reunion show when it should have been him, he felt insulted. Like Johnny's probably got an ego about him, which I can understand. But he feels insulted that Nick Vile did a soft launch of their relationship. You know, if, if I were to say have a tribunal, which I, I think we should have a Bachelor Nation tribunal. And I was to say, you know, put Nick Vile there and, and be like, Nick, did you do what's best for your friend? Did you do what's best for your friend by soft launching them, by getting involved with your TikTok? And and did Bachelor producers do what's best for the relationship by bringing Greg Grippo out there one month in? The answer would be no, no to all of that. See, we all have these, per, they all have these interpersonal relationships, but then they have the relationship with their audience and the clout that comes from creating these moments. So it makes it kind of icky in so many different ways. Let me know what you guys think. Leave a comment. Also join the Facebook community. Link in the comments section dm me on instagram if you want to come to my stand-up show tonight tomorrow night or friday night i've got four shows in three days i'd love to see you guys if you want to see my set from newport rhode island i've got the full 23 minute set on the patreon patreon.com slash dave neal all right there it is folks a lot of content today if you enjoyed this content make sure to make make sure make sure to make sure you are subscribed follow comment rate and review on the different podcast platforms if you're an iphone user we could really use your reviews your comments on the iphone app on your iphone and if you are involved in any facebook groups or other social circles where you think people might get value from our daily updates we'd appreciate that too all right enjoy your hump day we'll see you tomorrow it's bachelor rush hour